Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Lapham, a.k.a. the Drunk Phytologist, and I use the pronoun she, her. I'm Ethan Lapham, a.k.a. Takoon363, and I use he, him. And I'm Christian Venetis, a.k.a. Action Economist, and I use he, him. And this is Natural 20. Natural 20 is a podcast that discusses the lore, history, and biology of Dungeons and Dragons, creatures, and monsters. Natural 20 is also an adult podcast featuring adult language. You have been warned. Hey everyone! Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Cribble Krampus! Yes! Cribble Krampus! You, you, you've noticed a difference? Was, was that Happy Hanukkah? No, yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> You notice the difference in our intro is just because our wonderful friend Action here is joining the podcast forever now. You're trapped. Or until, like, he decides until to Until my leave. ship comes in. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today, gentlemen? Mimics. Yay. Mimics. 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 I'm excited. Did, were, you, were you just, was that you mimicking me just now when I said I don't mimics? Know. It's possible. <laughs> okay. Okay. It might have been the table, too. That's, the, the, that's ta- the danger. Well, see, now that is the problem. Oh, yeah, it yes. could be the table. Okay. Explain why it could be the table. could be the table because, in case you are not aware of the multitude of references to Mimics in video games, books, movies, tabletop adventures, Mimic is exactly what it says in the tin. I know I go back to that phrase quite frequently, but it's true. Sometimes the name is exactly what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. A Mimic is a creature of some amorphous mass, varying in weight, but almost always of a seemingly powerfully large density. Although it turns out, I think someone has done the math. I remember seeing at one point that like the mass given is actually not that ridiculous. Okay. Because like, so I think the, the given I forget. I think it's in the might be third edition. They talk. About, it's like oh, it's like forty five hundred pounds, but it's in like a five foot cube. Dense. It's a it's dense. relatively dense, but it's like it's not all that heinous. Well, I mean, one would assume that there's some kind of internal organs in there. Presumably. So it's not just empty space. The picture that they show when you look in every various div- editions of the Monster Manual, it is a treasure chest. Right. So it's 30 pounds per cubic foot. Right. So it's like a 30-pound cat, roughly in weight. Sure. Per foot. Per foot, yeah. Take one obese feline. Sure. Her foot of mimic. Cats are mimics, which that's what we're saying, folks. Cats are mimics. Yeah, I mean, that's well, the big thing. We already know right? that they're a liquid. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the big so thing with the mimic is it, it is in that phase of monsters that is all the, like, it's a cousin to a lot of the, like, puddings, oozes, molds. Is that the, is that the conceit? Is that they're supposed to be kind of like oozes sort of? and stuff like that? So, like, they're immune to the, the acids and such that okay. come from them. So there's some presumption that, like, they are a dungeon creature that is designed around being somewhere in, like, the Underdark or in, like, some deep dungeon to trick players. And so, like, in the early days, you know, when you talk about AD&D where the sort of experience system is not purely combat, right? Like, it's the amount of treasure that you amass that is your experience. Right. They don't give any treasure. So running across one of these and dealing with it—that's that's the ultimate a, insult out of all of it. Shit reward. It's, it's mm-hmm. not 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 just not just you're opening a treasure chest and look here's a big slobbering tongue and pointy teeth uh, to greet you, but also they don't have what it, they don't have what you expected. Yeah, like you were here to either you get, get treasure or like they're willing to walk at the end of the movie. You get nothing. You lose you nothing. You lose, sir. And it's literally... Let me bite your hand off. And, and the bigger, like, because of... It, for whatever reason, they didn't use zero for most things. It literally just... The insult to injuries, it's treasure nil. 
Imagine Willy Wonka, but he wants to bite your hand off. All right, so is that in first edition then, Treasure Nil? Yeah. Okay. So so it's like there is no... So classic monster, back to first edition. Well, and also considering the fact that collecting treasure, like you said, is so important in first edition because you gain experience doing that, yeah. that means that essentially fighting this is completely pointless yeah. mm-hmm. in, in first edition terms. Like, you're not going to get anything out of this other than a bad time. Yeah, so it's like you better hope there's something you can buy. Or... And the thing is, though, is like it gives you that in that right out of the gate, like it talks about like they can perfectly mimic stone or wood. Like, they specifically limit it there, which I think is probably where we get a lot of the, like, treasure chest art. Sure. Is, like, that is, if you're deep in a dungeon, the wood things that are wooden are, like, doors and treasure chests. Right. And, like, torches, I guess, but it's small. Like, this is sure. meant to be a, a decently large entity. Well, also, I, I kind of think that, like, this is a test of a person's common sense, because I would think, like, okay, I'm in a dungeon. No one's been in here for... Potentially centuries. Mm-hmm. Why does it, why is this wood not look like it's completely dissolved? Yeah why, yeah. why does it look just perfect? Yeah. Part of it too, then though, is that they give the opportunity of like they mimic stonework, doors, chests, or substance or item they can imitate. However, it's that like as soon as they're touched, so it's one of these like they're an ambush predator. They're yeah. meant to be like something tries to open the chest, they're waiting for somebody to. Boom! Here's the pseudopod comes out like they. And the original art, it's very pseudopod. Like, it's a long, just sort of amorphous blob-like. Like, it's not the, like, long skeletal fingers you see in later right. editions. Right, yeah. It's very, like, it's a goop. It's, it's, it's an amoeboid coming to get you. They're, thro- they're throwing goop at you. But not only is it goop, they're sticky. They produce glue. Right. So, like, if you attack them, your weapons will stick to them. Oh, see, now that's... In- okay. So there's this whole problem of, like, how do you attack this when, like, you're being grabbed and, like, glued onto things. And they divide them into two groups of a larger, semi-intelligent, carnivorous killer mimic. Don't know why that's in quotes out of all I mean, that sentence. I don't um, think that's an unnecessary adjective, but okay. And the slightly smaller intelligent sort. So while the former attacks anything nearby, the latter are generally friendly if offered food. Food. All just, mimics, but move just a about. terrible bore. Just like oh, terrible at parties. <laughs> yes. Constantly horrible conversation. Yeah, they show up. They eat your hors d'oeuvres. They, eat all they your stick hors to all your like. They stick to the carpet. They, they're stealing your pets. It's a problem. They mm-hmm. they talk about French New Wave all the all time. The time. Mm-hmm. They have a, a just severe affection for wainscoting. Yeah, it's, like, it, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But they talk about that, like, killer mimics do not speak, but the others have their own language and can usually speak several others, such as common, orcish, etc. For consideration, they will usually tell a party about what they have seen nearby. So the bonus here is it's like, if you do run across one of the, like, smaller, more... If you come across the toy poodle version of the mimic... Yes. ...and you offer it a snack... Yes. ...if you give a mimic a cookie... Give snack... They can speak, they're relatively intelligent, and it lists, I'm trying to find the, yeah, intelligence, semi-average, like you're not dealing with Einstein, but like, sure. this is any, that's any farmhand in any village NPC. He's, yeah, he's smart enough to be like, oh, yeah, in there, mm, there's a couple of dragons in there. Yeah, like, don't go down that way, there's don't better stuff over way. here. But like, overall, like, they're just, it's a creature, like, they're out for themselves, they're intelligent enough to speak, but it's very, like, a wizard did it? Sure. And, you know, talks about they can't stand the light of the sun, like they want to be underground, but there's not a lot, like, Which, if there's any, look, if there's anything that really does personify the notion of a wizard did it, it's a mimic. Here's this amorphous, talkative box. (laughs) Yeah. Or door. That's telling you about its latest investment. It's trying to get you in on it. 
how well it's doing with its Bitcoin. I, mean, I was yeah. going to say, mm-hmm. maybe of the original Crypto Bro. Yeah. The original Crypto Bro. They have NFTs of their own image just circulating. Non-fungi tokens. Non-fungi tokens, yeah. Here's the things that haven't rotted in the last half century. And then moving forward, it's like, you know, 2E specifically is like, a wizard did it. It's a wizard's fault. They right. Oh, it's, them. Expli- it's explicit in yeah. the second. A second magically, cre- creature is described as magically created and usually appears, appears in the form of a treasure chest. Uh, so that's coming from the Monstrous Compendium in uh, 89. So the entry notes, a mimic can alter its pigmentation to resemble varieties of stone, including marble, and various metals, including gold, silver, and copper. So this is where you start to see, like, oh, they're open and the treasures inside is like that probably is more of a 2e adaptation oh okay I so think even like that like an anglerfish right yeah, yeah it's like an anglerfish like it's open you see the treasure inside it's oh let's true no yeah. the treasure is its tongue you know that uh, type of thing a mimic cannot lose mass in their transformation but may radically alter dimensions the entry reveals the in-game origin were originally created by wizards to protect themselves from treasure hunters a language spoken by the smaller variety of mimic also known as the common mimic is a corruption of the original language spoken by their creator. So in theory, that's kind of a, like, each mimic as it's created is going to speak elvish or, you know, orcish or, you know, whatever. Right. Dwarf. Based on who created it. Right. They have no moral code and are sometimes difficult to employ as guardians. A killer mimic is neutral in alignment, like the common mimic, but a tendency towards evil. The entry also notes that alcohol will weaken a mimic's glue, so there is a solvent relationship. Get the mimic drunk. That's, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen. That's what I just learned, yeah. Where people get more sticky in, a, in an alcohol situation, mimics, opposite problem. It's how you get rid of them. Apply them with boost. The mimic may also neutralize the glue at any time. It's also immune to acid attacks and unaffected by molds, green slime, and various pudding monsters. Okay, yeah, so that's where the connection to all those. That makes sense. So it's, maybe a wizard took a slime yeah. or an ooze or a pudding. Did, yeah, uh, like, a wizard took a, an ooze or a slime and then just took out a big ruler and says, boom, you're a desk. <laughs> boom, <Yeah>. you're a desk. <laughs> yes, just over and over just and over. Be a desk. Be a desk. And just kept beating it until it finally said, okay, sir, and then uh-huh. became a desk. There's a space mimic for Spelljammer, because why not? Okay, so we'll, okay, so what is that mimicking? Oh, that's a great question, right? Because it's like, now you're doing like spaceships and Is it mimicking and... space? So the the like base function mimic in second edition in its natural state is a speckled gray which resembles granite. Oh, okay. Versus the space mimic, a creature that inhabits wild space, so the this place between sure. locations. Yeah. They were created by wizards for use in long journeys, but proved unreliable servants and were discarded. I find it odd that they don't indicate exactly what use in that long journey. A little disturbing. I I I venture a guess that the wizard didn't really know what use they were gonna have for it. That too. They were um, just like, well let's just do this. This, and then we'll figure out applications later. Space Mimic's natural skin is described as pitch black with small specks of twinkling light imitating a space background. Okay, so yeah, space. It's uh, literally like, I'm going to pretend I'm space. A Space Mimic may pass as space debris floating in wild space or as an elaborate desk with books and scrolls on an abandoned ship, resembling any variety of wood, stone, or metal. So they keep the, this is, you know, they gain that metal and it stays with them. Yeah. Space Mimic has two eyes normally hidden under thick eyelids. Also has an innate ability to cast spells as if it were an illusionist, because that's what a Mimic needs. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're gonna up the ante on how da- dangerous a mimic is, giving them illusion spells would definitely be it. Sometimes use their magic to become invisible and hypnotize a wizard, levitate itself to lure them somewhere alone, and then steal book scrolls and magical items before eating the victim. They also, in second edition, introduced the greater mimic, a vastly larger specimen. Of course, because because as D and D, it's like, hmm, how do we make just make it larger? Just make it bigger. What's yeah. a more tangible threat? Bigger. bigger, bigger, bigger. So these are can cover a whole room or small building, such Yay. as a tomb. Largest 
known specimen can cover a 30-foot cubic area, so 9 meters. Greater Mimic has higher intelligence than Common Mimic, which is a reversion of First Edition. Right. Where they, first the larger edition, ones got the larger just ones sort were, of barbarous. Yeah. I'm just thinking of uh, our garage being a Mimic. Yeah, pretty much. If your garage is a Mimic, he's he's pretty docile. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Limited look, resistance to magic. Go out every morning and go, hi, Carl. And go, Mm-hmm. can alter their coloring and shape to imitate a vast number of textures, colors, and shapes at once, creating entire rooms of furniture, treasure, and tapestries. can also block a corridor and alter its shape to become a room with entrance doors on either side, so the prey walks directly into it. Just open your mouth and wait in a hallway. Yeah. What could be better? <laughs> Greater Mimic would then release its natural adhesive across all surfaces and attack by slamming the walls of its structure together. So the room just collapses in. Right. You're yeah. covered in... It is the ultimate fly trap. You walk in, everything's glue, slight. Terrible. Terrible. Terrifying. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a minority of greater mimics develop the ability to display illusory creatures inside, pretending to speak through these creatures' mouths. You know what it is about mimics? It's just the right combination of ridiculous mm-hmm. and truly, truly just shitball scary. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I touch on all this because, like, you know, they get into, like, Undermountain, and, like, the reason that they that these existed there was that, you know, they lived to be centuries old, so they were big enough, or that, like, all of the magic from all the wizards going through right. was a problem. And apparently... <laughs> so, in other words, a wizard did it, but then also another wizard did it worse. Yeah. It made it worse. Mm-hmm. And apparently they are unlikely to obey any other than Halister, who uses them as guards and barriers against adventures, because of course. Because of course. So, yeah, limited mobility due to its size. Again, if you're... 30 feet on a side, that's an immense entity. Right. Particularly on the ground. Although I imagine if they get back into their sort of liquidus form, it's possible. They can slurp their way from one side to another relatively quickly. I, I don't remember what, like, slimes and molds speed was in second. It's not great. It's not super high. It's not super Generally. High. Greater limited mobility, but makes packed with other local creatures for food, although it can sustain itself for little or no food for long periods of time if need be. Greater Mimic has a prodigious appetite, however, and does not practice conservation if a steady supply of food is available. When encountered by player characters, a Greater Mimic covers most of the floor in an apparent storeroom filled with boxes of coins and valuables. It appears to be losing a fight, it may negotiate. But they talk about this plus the House Hunter Mimic, in which an entire house is a Mimic. And there was a whole, like, adventure that, like, a village was just all Mimics. Just every house is a Mimic, walk in, they're gonna eat you. Wait for the whole party to come inside, and then surprise Come on and slam. This is my stomach. I'm turning you into jam. Welcome to my foyer, a.k.a. my stomach. So it's one of those, like, again, there's this, like, odd sense of are they intelligent, are they not? Are they wizard creations, sure. or are they not? Like, what are these things? And 3-5 kind of continues that. So at this point, they at least define them as large. Okay. Yeah, the, the, well, there's you know, that. They are a significant entity. And they gain the aberration tag for the first time. Sure. The, well, like, that's, that's the point when they started being like, we should tag these things as different kinds of things. They are an aberration. They do get a slam attack. They get a decent armor class boost, but then, you know, some subtraction for the fact of size. So a slam, but not a bite? Uh, yeah, in this instance, they, they have slam instead of bite. That's... No no bite here, which is interesting. Yeah. But they do have, like, weapon-focused slams. Like, it's an improved... Like, they have... They're really good at hitting you. They've min-maxed into slamming. They've min-maxed their slamming. They get alert I, miss. Uh, again, I know a few crypto bros who would say that they've done that. They've done they have done the same. Lightning reflexes, alertness, there's some, some climb here. The thing here is instead of the biting is it's just like grabbing stuff and just crushing it into themselves. 
Which, I mean, sort of makes more sense than a bite attack to an extent. Just because, like, you know, a bite implies a mouth. But when you're just sort of an amorphous yeah. blob... Well, okay, but again, like, you see the artwork that they show. It's always, like, it's always a big, gaping mouth with pointy teeth and the very disturbingly long, slobbering tongue. That's, like, almost universal right. for mimic artwork. So to not see it, to, for that to not actually be a factor of it is kind of interesting to me. And, and here, it's like the, the artwork... So now it's just, a, like, a flat chest. There are actually no teeth in this artwork. Okay, well then... two big, like, sure. very demon-esque hands, like the long nails and the with, sort of slender... With bracelets on, I'm not sure yeah, why. sort of, like, gin look. I guess to kind of... Look, if you're going to make yourself a treasure chest, you got to be fancy. Yeah, I suppose. you got to have, like, the full bangles thing going on there. Yeah. It's something where it's like they, they cre- keep the pigmentation and shape change, but they at least have said, created long ago by a now-forgotten wizard. Oh, okay. In other, in other words, the other wizards were like, don't blame me. That was, was that, that guy. But what's interesting is the language now is only common. Okay. Just they get common, so, that's it. So somewhere along the line, they lost They've their, lost own, their language. own personal language. They've sure. lost the, like, speak multiple languages. Sure. They've lost the, like, speak the language of the wizard that made them. Like, nope, just right. common. That's it. They just speak common. That goes right along with them all realizing one day, like, hey, the idea that a language that is exclusive to good people is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So I think that that, it sort of went in the wayside with all of that. Like, there's too many languages. But they do keep that, like, look, if it's not, if it doesn't feel the need to fight to the death, like, if it's like, hey, I'm losing, like, uh, treasure that way. Like, be cool. Yeah, like, yeah, be yeah. cool. Like, I, I'll leave you alone, you leave me alone. Like, there's still some level of intelligence that can be like parlayed with or right like some sort of we can enter into diplomatic negotiations with the mimic people there we go and so it's definitely one of those that like the, it's odd that the intelligence is kind of going away but still maintained at other levels ambassador mimic always parks in the no parking zone yeah right ambassador mimic is the no parking is zone. the no parking mm-hmm. zone so fourth edition they bring back the teeth Although now it is much more of like a slurping goo from the top of the chest, not like the chest opens to reveal teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the the chest is still locked and closed, and there's just a mouth coming out of the top. You know, the the, the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. But they they separate here, so they keep the idea of like there are some larger and smaller mimics. Like the size difference and some sort of biological cycle is occurring. Fourth edition digs a little deeper in that, and they talk about like it's a legend that's that's sort of like a joke. Like oh yeah, you know. Jim got drunk in the last dungeon and you know, claimed the treasure chest tried to bite him and it's like no it just fell closed like he's yeah. full of shit like it becomes this running joke but then it's like the people that know are like bro no that's a thing <laughs> we, we lost Steve last week Some, sometimes the treasure chests want to eat you Laura of the Nine Dales has lost an arm to a mimic you know yeah. my grandfather lost an arm to the mimic yeah. in the war Laura of the One Arm I mean listen you got a dope new epithet now that's all I'm saying yeah and Torso Boy Torso you know, Boy there's your deep cut they at least give like a lore block because 4th edition is kind of that like like, there's times where they have a lot of lore, and there's other times where, like, you know, we're giving you a stat block. Good luck. And then, yeah, Make it up. figure out the rest. So here, they actually shift from the, a wizard did it. Oh, We've gotten really? away from the, a wizard did it. Okay. To just, this more. is some Far Realm bullshit. Okay. Which is their their version of a wizard that, did it. I was about to say, that's that's arguably the only thing lazier than a wizard did it, which is the weird that we, the weird from way out there. Yeah, the color from beyond space. The, yeah. There was some, there's some weirdness, and now this is this. This is here. But at least it makes a little more sense that, like, instead of being a wizard did it, that it's in the category now with, like, gibbering mouthers and... Sure, like, but I... undulating, other undulating balls of flesh. I liked the idea that a wizard did it just because there really isn't 
ever enough examples of how irresponsible Wizards and D- Dungeons and Dragons can really be. Oh, yeah. So... And honestly, maybe it's just wizard propaganda that they're from the far realm. I mean, yeah, you know. it's, yeah. They, they, wizard it was, propaganda. It's wizard propaganda. Trying to clear their name from their effective. horrible, horrible war crimes. War crimes yeah. Yeah. yeah, Don't blame us, the crazy elephants from... From beyond yeah, space. Beyond totally space. Them, yeah. mm-hmm. they're, they're the ones who did it. But yeah, so they, they give them this like, ah, they've come from the far realm and infiltrated settled lands, mm-hmm. hunting sentient humanoids. Like, they've given them a taste for flesh. Like, not just they'll eat whatever shows up. Right. No, no, no. no specifically, specifically, they want people flesh. Meat. Sure. We want only the most soylent of green. They make it worse, however. Yeah? Because... Fourth edition introduces the impersonator mimic. Okay. So they've split apart the smart mimics from the dumb mimics. Okay. In that, like, the standard, bog standard, like, it's a door, it's a chest, is an object mimic. Right, okay. Level eight, like, lurker, their whole thing is like, I can be an ooze, I can kind of squeeze through some stuff, or I can be, like, a torch, a door, or whatever. Sure. And their whole thing is basically, like, get something close, grab it, take it out, and then if there are multiple of them, so that's the other thing, too, is, like, up to this point, Mimics have sort of been this, like, they tend to be solitary predators. Like, they're not, there's not typically there, a ton of them. There aren't mimic packs. Yeah, yeah. They're not hunting you down and chasing you into an ambush. Like, they are the ambush. However, here, they talk about having multiple object mimics coordinating their forms. But if sorely pressed, they'll just cheese it, right? You'll never walk into an Ikea showroom ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, aha, yes. The the, the rock and stark and you just walk yeah you just walk and you go I'm on to all of you you better stop it but yeah so so they at least allow for like you can have two or three of them and it's like this one's a chest and like the sconces next to it are its buddies kind of deal like this can be a real shit show in the right setup did that, did that treasure did that treasure just smile at me and the sconce next to it no it didn't sure that's the uh, coordination but they've made it worse and that they introduce the concept of the impersonator mimic and it is the true worst fear of of mimics okay. Because of the fact that it is mimics that mimic people. Isn't that just a doppelganger? Sort of, except this is more... Instead of being like, you know, I'm going to fake being a person and, like, hide out, but, like, outside of that form, I am also still, like, a, a humanoid. Okay. This is the thing. Okay. Where, like, it becomes the dog. It becomes the person. Like, it becomes sure. its last victim. Sure. Okay. But here, they make it worse. Because not only do you have, like, it becomes people, and this is a level 16 threat as opposed to a level 8 threat. Right. Because of the fact that, you know, they can kind of pull in targets and lure them in with, like, charm spells, basically. And domination. So it's like they lure people in and then take them out. And then they absorb a, a target. And that allows them then to, like, take on that form. However, however, as they kill, eventually they split into new object mimics and mimics spawn, which mature to become impersonator mimics, continuing the cycle. So they have added a life cycle through violence. Yeah, sure. So the mimics spawn are basically like minions of the, the impersonator, where like they can hide amongst their body and then like send them out to like pursue tasks or like hairy foes. It's like that episode of Batman with Clayface where like little piece Pretty of him much. came off and then became that little girl for a while. And um, Just me? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm hey, with you. I'm you kidding. know I don't know it. <laughs> but then they also, like, the combination of the two, so it's like they can use the mimic spawn to, like, get in and find prey and then, like, break in and eat people. Like, right, it's, right. it's a scouting mission. But then in combat, they can reabsorb the mimic spawn to gain action points, which are then basically, like, a 5th edition action surge. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I've got these slam attacks, and then uh, once per round, I can just absorb one of my up to four spawn and, and do just, it again. And then just keep attacking more. So yeah, they've got a whole... Yeah, that's not great. That's a whole system. Rude. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's like, oh, you know, here's some farmhand, and he goes to the woods and comes back, and it's like, Jim seems different. Oh, God, he's eating that cow. Like, hmm. Jim has a ma- Jim has a mouth from his neck to his wing-wing. Yeah, it's and the full-body... It's the full-body horror. So, uh, I mean, if you're going for the thing, there's a stat block for you. Yeah, Fourth that's edition's true. got it ready. Yeah. It's coming for you. Don't trust anything. So all the way through, so that... that but again, like, it, you've lost... Like, there's... The intelligence there, but then the object mimics are just like it's a the, your 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 standard variety. You know what you come to expect from the unexpected the surprise chest. Right, but but that's the whole thing, and it's like they'll they'll flee from combat, but there's not even like the parlay in fourth edition of yeah. like it's going to yeah, talk now, to you. Now they're just gonna... cheese it. It's the adventurers. Yeah, yeah, it's the fuzz. <laughs> New adventuring group, the fuzz. The fuzz. There we go. Got a couple of uh, none shifters. Of sh- none of them shave. Yeah, a couple of lycanthropes. Yeah. It's ZZ Top. They all have beards. Yeah. Oh, so they're dwarves. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's the fuzz. Dwarves who've never shaved. Dwarves who've never shaved, but also can't really grow the full beard. Yeah. It's just peach fuzz. Shunned from society. But their arm hair is like a foot and a half. Long. Oh, oh no! Please, God. <laughs> this, Yuck. this is this is a party. We're we're doing this now. Yuck. Hit. Blech. So that brings us finally to 5th edition. So they brought back the bite. There we go. They brought back the, the long, disgusting purple tongue. Yep. Now there's many eyes. Uh, but there are many eyes. Sure. They're like, we're going to go whole hog. There's a sale at well, Party City. I mean, it's it, that's simple math. The only thing more disturbing than two eyes on a treasure chest is like, more than two eyes on a treasure chest. Six or eight. Yeah. Like a spider. S- yeah. So Categorically. We get yes. in. Only an armor class 12. They're only a challenge rating two. Sure. Not yeah. like a horrible problem anymore. They're not anymore. that big of a deal. Which sort of, like going back to first edition, like there's no treasure in them. Same idea, like well, I think it's also a threat, but it's like you can talk your way out of it. Also, I think if you look at challenge rating as something of like a narrative flow, challenge rating two makes sense because it is still a silly monster. Yeah, and you kind of want to do all your silly monsters at the beginning of the campaign rather than like here's your level twenty Goofy the clown, you know. And the problem is the end table; it keeps eating the dog. Yeah, like, it's like that. That's that feels somewhat anticlimactic, at least to me. Oh uh, yeah, that tracks. So, but here, now there's not even common. There's just no language. They just don't talk. Just nothing. They got nothing to say. Decent stat block, low int, low-ish charisma, eight charisma, five int. Um, but wisdom 13, that like learned innate sort of animal sense is there. Sure. But high strength, like 17, okay. pretty solid for a, a level two equivalent creature. Mm-hmm. So they have the shape change, polymorph into an object or back to its true amorphous form. Statistics are the same in each form. Any equipment is wearing or carrying isn't transformed, although I don't know what equipment a mimic is carrying, and reverts to its true form if it dies. Uh, while in its object form, uh, if it remains motionless, indistinguishable from an ordinary object. There's no DC, it just is. You just don't recognize it as being anything other than the, the yeah, ottoman the at the side or, of the room. Yeah. They are a medium monstrosity. However, a huge or smaller creature adhered to the mimic is grappled. Escape DC is only 13. But the fact that a medium creature has a grapple against huge targets. Right. Which is, is very rare. Yeah, that's two size classes up. Like, that's yep. not nothing. And the ability checks against it have disadvantage. Fifth, fifth edition is fairly consistent, obviously, except in this case, where, like, if you are a certain size, you just, you can grapple things smaller than you, size category smaller than you, but bigger than you, not without an exception. Yeah, it's always, like, one up or down. And so Yeah, so the fact that it's two Is it an exception? And that's, so that's, disadvantage to get away, and it has advantage against you with attacks. Right. 
Like, it's got you held pretty tightly. They got their pseudopod, do a big bludgeon. It's in uh, object form. Target is subjected to the adhesive trait. So even if you're not next to it, if it reaches out and smacks you, you know, within five feet, you're also stuck to it. It's a sticky situation. It's a very sticky situation. And they do bring back the bite with some piercing and a little acid damage, just for flavor. You know, soften up the target. Yeah, that's what it needed. A little bit more acid damage. And it's immune to acid damage. Yeah. And it can't be knocked prone, presumably because it's an amorphous blob. What, yeah, what is prone to an amorphous blob? Sure, yeah. So they are imitative predators, so they could get, uh, they still get wood and stone and other basic materials and evolve to assume the appearance of objects other creatures are likely to come into contact so with. So linoleum. <laughs> At be. this point, they it's any basic material, for, so it's for like uh, metal. This, this Formica countertop mimic. Mm -hmm. This Persian rug mimic. Persian rug mm -hmm. mimic. Although, I had pillow mimics at one point. Yeah. Pillow mimics were... Oh, God. Pillow mimics. Oof. Yep. Oof. Oh, don't worry. My players were very upset with me. Yeah. <laughs> Rest your head on this. Oh, my God. Why is it slobbering on this? Mm -hmm. Lean back into the couch and yeah. you know, just take a Ooh. bite right out that ass. Ooh. In its altered form, nearly unrecognizable. We'll sit for three years. Right? Never trust it. Never again. sit again. So yeah, they're cunning creatures which take the form of doors and chests most often, having learned that such forms attract a steady stream of prey. So at least they give a reason for the doors and chests things. Like, it's not just like a predilection. It's the like, this is the thing that gets touched. I am hoping to be touched so I can reach out and stick to things and eat it. Mimics live and hunt alone, although occasionally share their feeding grounds with other creatures. Although mimics only have predatory intelligence, a rare few evolve greater cunning and the ability to carry on simple conversations in common or under common. Such mimics might allow safe passage through the domain for useful information in exchange for food. So we went so back th to the... There's an option for it, but it is like the rare exception, not the default rule of like, well, I would they speak. I, I'd prefer that as, as a DM option rather than just like, they. this is how they are and that's all... That's all there is to it. Yeah. Now, speaking of DM options, because 5th edition opens this up in... Uh, so that's straight out of the Monster Manual, but we enjoy our Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Oh, okay. We introduce the Mimic Colony. Okay. As a... Uh, let's see. This is under the section on Magical Phenomena. Okay, yeah, I remember this now. It's not a natural hazard or a supernatural region, but a magical phenomena. Yeah. They separate those. Sure. Uh, and the artwork is great, because it's like two people on a porch, but like the teacups are mimics. A magical phenomena. Like Santa's Enchanted Force, but like... Terrible. Yeah, but like the teacups have tongues and like the pots have teeth and the chairs have like arms and there's this long tongue and the porch itself and the potted plants, like everything has teeth and eyes and tongues. And, it, and it's like two people on a porch, like sitting drinking tea and like instead of the wooden crenellations that you would have at like the top of a porch, they're teeth. It is a mouth. Everything is a mouth. That's terrifying. Oh, it gets better. The, the artwork, like I don't know who the exact artist is for the, the mimic colony there on page 167, but just choice. Like everything about about it is fantastic. That's some eldritch horror shit right there. Because mm -hmm. sure just like everything nearly in view has some form of... Like the barrel way back in the corner has just a ring of teeth at the top. Just a, like a disposal in a barrel. So yeah, Mimic Colonies. Mimics imitate terrain and dungeon dressing to hunt for food. Terrain is an odd call out because that is very specifically like, oh yeah, that pile of rubble in the corner? It's, mimic. Yeah, it's a mimic. The, well, I mean, and also, I mean, the, it, this it's, beautiful mosaic, it's, it's, it's mimic. amorphous. The floor itself. I don't know where I've seen it, but I've seen some people before where the floor is the mimic. Yeah, the floor is a mouth. The floor is just a and mouth. And there, there is a 
creature that's like a it's often a rug that's in that say it's the the well, not the choker oh the cloaker so there's the cloaker but there's also one that's specifically like a rug like it's the, the oh. smotherer or something like that yeah, well, yeah and then like there's that. and then there's also just you know a straight up the the smothering rug like smothering, magic yeah, item the well, yeah, yeah. Rug. but yeah there's that whole like vein but like this is in that same idea but it's like this is just taking it all the way to the extreme right just dial take the mimic slider all the way to the right Push it it's all just the way. all mimics yeah Infinite mimics. Mimics all the way down. All the way down. So an extremely rare Inside cases, of you are two mimics. One is intelligent. One is intelligent. Speaks many languages. The other just lumbers around hungering. Yeah, just the other one wants string with, cheese at three with, in the with morning. Its, with its tongue just lagging all the time. <laughs> so in extremely rare cases, groups of creatures band together creating colonies. These bonded mimics cooperate to create larger objects than any lone mimic could approximate. They can work together to form buildings, bridges, crystal formations, cliff faces, statues, and nearly anything it desires. Entire villages appearing out of nowhere may be composed of mimics, which is a callback, of course, to right. The what I like village. is the idea of like, okay, this is this house is not one giant mimic; it's it like is several of them mimics. literally melding together into one structure. Members um, of the colony developed telepathy. Listen, terrifying, but. You gotta respect the team building exercise there. Gotta respect the hustle. You gotta respect the team building. So they developed telepathy and the ability to speak. They they all went to a team building and communications conference sent there by work and they're like, We we haven't been able, we haven't realized our full potential, right? That's yeah. what it is. That's who's been calling us about car warranties. It's a mimic colony. It's a mimic colony. <laughs> they're trying to get us all to come down there yep. to eat us. Yep. Yep. So within ten miles of the colony, any mimic can communicate tele- telepathically with other creatures within 120 feet of it and can speak speak common and undercommon fluently, or two languages of the DM's choice. Okay. The colony's offspring gain this ability innately and can use them even away from the colony, as shown in the juvenile mimic stat block. So they right. have introduced a life cycle at this point. Right. There is some sort of budding or other process in which juvenile mimics are created. I could see it as a position. binary fission or a budding like a yeast. Right? Yeah, 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 basically, yeah. You eat enough. And you're just like, get out. Uh, yep. Kids are stealing all my food. It's Go be a pot on the porch. But the thing is, it's just a smaller you. Yeah. Because you're genetically identical, right? Uh, it's just a, just butt off a smaller me. Vegetative so, propagation. There's your vocabulary for today, everybody. The Mimic Collie's primary goal is survival. So when threatened by force they cannot overcome, they are willing to bargain. They've learned that adventurers they cannot defeat can be bought off with information about nearby creatures or locations, hidden treasure, one of which, of which the colony may have obtained from prior food, in air yes, quotes, air quotes, or even one of their own young. What? So you can just buy a mimic. Go down to your local mimic colony. Buy yourself a child mimic. Just Sorry. They're, they're passing them out. It's Sorry, like going to an you, Amish bakery. When but... you said like food and put it in quotes and I was thinking like guests then I'm just like you know Hotel California. Yeah it got a lot more interesting. Got a lot more interesting. Uh, no. No you, it didn't. Well you, I mean you can, you check, can out. check out any, you can you can check out any time of life however. Sure. But it is always teeth. Yes. But, it, but it was still recorded by the eagles. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> yeah. so your, your juvenile mimics are tiny monstrosities. This is where like the entire mosaic, every tile is its own independent mimic. Yeah, it got worse. It does. It does get worse. It's so weird how that makes it worse. Just how the idea of one giant mouth is already bad, but the idea of dozens of tiny little mouths, it's yeah, somehow, somehow it's worse. worse. Somehow it's um, worse. So they, they maintain the, the acid immunity. They get the false appearance while motionless. They don't have the slam anymore. Well, yeah, they're small. They're, they wouldn't be able to. But they do have, gain spider climb. So Okay, 
the tiny versions have spider climb. Yeah, they can just, Maybe it's just because they're littler and they're more mobile than, you know... I mean, when you don't yeah. weigh several no, thousand no, that's, pounds. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. they're just smaller so they can... They well, because they themselves. have that glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So they keep the bite. It's one piercing damage plus uh, 1d4 acid with only a plus 3 to hit. I mean, they're a challenge rating zero. The thing is that there would be a lot of them. It's that yeah, baby. eventually it's, it's, yeah, it's all It's the swarm. It's, it's a baby. It's the death by a thousand cuts yeah, kind of essentially, deal. Yeah, essentially, yeah. And they're then, so yeah, cute. they can shift into an object or back into its true amorphous form. Statistics are the same, and then it reverses to form of You see an adventure dies. having a pet mimic that's but yeah, just like a teacup. But they gain the 120-foot telepathy. So the thing is, if you can keep them happy, you go to a mimic colony, you parlay to, to purchase a juvenile mimic, yeah. and you now have like the automatic... like This is the, the central hub for party messaging. If no one in the party has some type of telepathy, this is the new party line. Just a mimic in a cup. The mimic is a cup. You carry it around, feed it, and it provides you with telepathy in common. Mimic familiar. Ah, now well, we're talking. And also, like, say you go into town and it just is like, you know... I don't it see just that as like any a, worse than an imp or anything else you would have. It's a, it's a, it's better. No, it's, it's better. A toy it's categorically poodle. It's better. a toy poodle in your purse. Yeah, because, I mean, Tiny is up to, like, cat-sized. Like, that's yeah. everything from just, like, if insects you, If you think about what people cats. primarily use familiars for in a game sense, which is, hey, get in there and, and show me what the hell's in there mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, a, a juvenile mimic would be the perfect. Amorphous because, mass. Because when it's still, they don't even get to roll. They yeah. just don't see it. You are now a tile. Yeah. You are now a, a cup on a desk. And then if someone tries to pick you up and you want to be picked up, you glue yourself to the desk. No, I'm a, I'm a coffee cup. Damn kids and their pranks. Yes, Gluing my shit down. Mm. And then it bites you. I, I, did lo- I did take a moment to look up to see if there was mimics in folklore. The answer is no. No, there isn't. But there are shape-shifting things in folklore. Yeah, Lots of things. That's the thing. Is like I, I thought about that yeah. when I was thinking about mm. folklore for this. I was like, there is... Shape-shifting is something that you see in mythology and folklore. But that's sort of a separate subject, I think. Yes. Yeah. And it tends to be a lot of like assuming people shapes or like yeah. shape-shifting into animals. animals. Right. Right. Yeah, so like I looked up... Because like the, you know, Van... Loki being a horse. Yeah, I think like one, day we'll do, a one day we'll do a, doppel, a, a doppelganger and then we can talk about right. shape-shifting. But it's yeah, like, doppelganger Van, like or actually, vampires, lycanthrope, like a Navajo skin changer. If, like if, if we ever like, do, you know, you know, if we ever do an episode on lycanthropy, we can probably talk about it then. Yeah. Because then, you know, that's where that shape-shifting uh, aspect yeah, so, comes in. Yeah, so the, the short answer is... No, there is not a mimic. Yeah, the notion of furniture that's trying to eat, eat you, you is not limited. something is you original, find out in mythology or folklore. But it becomes yeah. one of the few things that D&D just invented whole cloth. Mm-hmm. It falls into that trap of like animated objects kind of thing. Like yeah. somebody watched Sword, Sword in the Stone one week and we're like, we gotta put this in the game. Yeah, this has got to be in the game. This is more along the a- the avenue of Gary Gygax sitting there like, I hate how they're constantly trying to look for treasure chests all over the goddamn place. Well, I got news for them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's it, where this got It's started. very much that like trick. It, feel, it feels like a Gary Gygax punishment that just became legacy. Like, ha 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 ha. Not every, can't trust it, you know. Can't trust it. Every treasure chest. Gotta know. get a use out of those ten foot poles somehow. Gary, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> well, then in that case. Howling from the east of Lake Geneva. Fuck you, Gary. Fuck you too. So if that's the case, should we want to move on to the science part? I think we should it? move on to the science yeah. part. Right. I we'll like the a, science part. Take a break here, maybe, and then then science. Thanks everyone for listening. All questions, comments, or topics for future episodes feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at nat20pod or email us at natural20podcast at gmail.com. 
Thank you to Embers Tide for our intro and outro music. As well, thank you to Burnham, with three M's, for our beautiful profile and banner artwork. And thanks to Matt Will Jackson for editing our rambling. He listens to our mistakes, so you don't have to, selecting only the most premium nonsense for your listening pleasure. And thanks to all of you, our listeners. We hope you'll keep rolling a natural 20. Thank you.